Welcome to the Data for Resilient Cities podcast series, exploring how data can help cities become more resilient, smart, and responsive to challenges. This series is brought to you jointly by Center for Applied Geomatics (CRDF) and by CoData, the Committee on Data of the International Science Council. Via this podcast series. we bring to you reflections on the interdisciplinary approaches and the innovative use of data taken by various cities offering examples of good practices and lessons learned hi this is shelly gandhi from sept research and development foundation today we bring to you an episode on importance of open data and data sharing along with its implication for urban studies In this episode we have Vikas Kanungo senior consultant World Bank India in a conversation with Luis Bermudez CEO Geo Solutions joining us from US Thank you Shelly Yeah thank you Shelly and uh, Vikas is great uh, being with you today uh, sharing our knowledge Same here Luis looking forward to learn a lot from you Likewise So I've been involving um, some smart cities initiatives and i heard about the urban data exchange so i'm interested to to learn more about it okay uh let me tell you the story since you know 2006 when uh, uh, india had its first national governance plan uh, notified even though the preparations started from 2003 so uh, that was you know the first phase of e governance in india where the focus was a lot on digitization then in 2011 there was a mobile governance policy to deliver services uh, you know in the pocket of citizens uh, and now uh, you know uh, we are trying to work on uh, the industry 4.0 technologies which is called digital india uh, mission 2.0 which uh, is being formulated now uh, but you know during this process of uh, you know more than 16 years we had been focusing uh, only on uh, electronic delivery, delivery of public services which would mean data digitization providing services through multiple channels etc but uh, you know suddenly now the focus is on cyber physical integration using sensors using lots of data analytics using ai using blockchain etc to basically uh, not only provide services but also do lots of planning and evidence based uh, decision making in india indian urban data exchange is one such initiative uh, you know india announced this smart city mission in 2015 with an objective to make 100 cities uh, of the country smart even though we have many more but these were supposed to be the first set of cities and uh, there each of the city is building something called ieccc which is integrated command and control center which takes data from multiple sensors and also they trying to integrate multiple departments within a city so this urban data exchange is basically shared digital platform for multiple agencies where uh, they could share their data whether it comes from the computer systems or sensors 
using some of these uh, open standards for data sharing. This data then can be uh, leveraged by multiple agencies for not only providing services in real time, but also doing lots of planning activities, both in real time and uh, for the long term. But Luis, uh, I have heard that you know lots of this uh, data integration is being done uh, in cities uh, in U.S., especially in the domain of GIS. Uh, since uh, India is trying to formulate these standards in GIS, uh, would you like to share some of your experiences of how U.S. is doing it? Yes, Vigas, and thank you. Very, very interesting story, and I think there are a lot of patterns of what's also going on in the U.S. So... Um, First is, I think you said policy, and that's important because that opens always the possibilities for industry and also pushes the agencies to share data. So in 1994, you know, the start of the National Special Data Infrastructure with Bill Clinton that created this executive order to create the Federal Geographic Data Committee. And then USGS didn't know what to do with the Landsat data because it was too much. And they said, we're going to put it available for free with the big cloud providers. They found then that using open standards was the way to go. And that's why the or a lot of Landsat data is available via open geospatial consortium OGC standards. Um, and what's going on right now, and I think that's important, is these patterns of, okay, we have the policy and we need to integrate all these data. As you said, it's a cyber, which is more than, than just maps. It's also all the sensors, video streams, uh, analytics, social media data, and that somehow needs to come into one place. And you call it integrated command control center. And it's a pattern that you can see in cities, for example, like Houston, like New York, even like Montgomery County. Uh, there is a very interesting organization called globalcities.org. This is sponsored by NIST, and they share best practices. When I was at OGC, we were able to run several pilots showing how to integrate very diverse type of data, not only from different sources, agencies, but also from different types. You, know, you have traffic uh, cameras, traffic lights, weather sensors. You know, can you predict how bad the road is by, by counting how the cars are flowing or you know, in, in any other ways, putting some analytics on that? And then you talk about, that's the question about uh, the geospatial component. I think to do this integrated common control centers that bring all these data together on, let's say, one hub, you need somehow a glue. And that glue, I think, is geospatial. So maybe because of my background, I'm a little bit biased, you know, being 10 years at OGC. Um, but if we get all the sensor streams, cameras, gunshots, whatever it is, and we have a geospatial component attached to that stream, to that fact, to anything that comes into that central platform, then we're able to correlate and do incredible geospatial analysis that is very important for urban studies. Because you know, urban is all about the city, how we can improve the lives, and how can improve uh, the well-being of, of, of the citizens and of the beings that are in the urban environment. So I think 
OGC standards are critical in this aspect because they provide the standards not only to share the context maps from satellite images, but also how do you bring vector data from that are stored in databases? How do you bring stream data from sensors, from Sensor Things API? How do you connect stream videos that's also using OGC standards? How can you make processes on the web using WPS? And there are a lot of working groups at OGC. Uh, there is a blockchain working group. There is a big data working group that they all work together towards finding the best recipe to, to create a smart cities um, that work with open standards and allow the industry to plug in and to innovate, but in the open of open standards and not creating their own way to share data. Thank you so much, uh, Luis. That is uh, that is very informative. And, uh, you know, in India, uh, the focus now is uh, a lot, as you rightly said, in uh, connecting the spatial and non-spatial data. Uh, but in this context, uh, you know, we could have lots of uh, open standards and structured data, but, uh, uh, you know, nowadays we've been working on these multiple sources of data. Uh, some of this data could be unstructured. So, uh, you know, we are also looking at, in addition to the data uh, mining uh, uh, softwares, which take in structured data, we uh, are also looking at exploring if we could use data lake uh, kind of an architecture where you can take in unstructured data as well and try to information uh, from it. Another uh, you know issue we have in our smart cities, uh, especially, is that you know all the services are not under the jurisdiction of the municipality. Lots of services like health, education, police, uh, water sometimes uh, can be something which is outside the jurisdiction. So one of the key issues which we are facing is how do we ensure the sharing of data among these multiple agencies, you know, which uh, some of them work under municipalities, others are independent agencies. But in a smart city context, to have a single command and control center for delivering multiple services, we need these multiple agencies to share data among themselves. Is there uh, any kind of a data sharing policy you have uh, in any of the cities of uh, United States uh, uh, or some use cases or examples where uh, multiple agencies could be sharing their data uh, using a standardized uh, policy, uh, which, which, which basically means are they, uh, are they asked through a regulation to share data with each other? Yeah, because that, that is a very good question because it's always the carrot stick problem. And, um, and sometimes it's difficult for governments to say, you need to do it this way because then they think, well, if they don't have it, we're going to miss an opportunity to get data. Uh, a very good example is Europe with the Inspire Directive, which really mandates in a very high level for all the European nations, this is how we're going to share it. And then they translate that into countries, the countries create their own law, they translate that into cities, and everybody knows how the data sharing is going to happen in a very, very detailed level. It's not only we're going to share via web future services, but this is the CTGML that you want, that you need to share, or this is the encoding that uh, you are going to use when you want to share cadastro data, for example. In the US, we don't have, it's incredible, we don't have like a central SDI point. So we have USGS that mandates some standards. We have NGA 
National Youth Special Agency that also mandates some standards, and all of those are OGC standards because they are very involved with OGC. Uh, their primary purpose is to to test if the standards work. If they work, maybe they are tweaked here and there because of the innovation program when it's tested via a lot of vendors that are piloting the standard, and then they make it a standard. So NGA mandates that, but it's not really, let's say, a strong stick that say, or you do it, or you don't get a contract, or this data is not going to be published. We are not right there, but it's important to know that it's on the way. So NGA has policies, USDAs have policies, NASA internally has policies, and internally in some cities and in some regions, they mandate the use of OGC standards. St. Louis is one of them. I don't know where they are in the process. And they were, after a pilot, they were mandating, okay, we need to use WMS, we need to use WFS, simple things, right? Instead of using whatever other thing, because they understood that if they have a central platform that is able to connect with services that are speaking open standards, it's just much easier to, to evolve, much easier to interconnect, interoperability just flows. Is there any kind of a policy where the private organizations can also participate and utilize this government data to build applications on top of that? I had heard about this Open Data 500 initiative where uh, I think about 500 startups uh, could become a billion dollar company using these open data sets from the government. Would you like to share something on uh, that? This is the Open Data 500 Global Network you're referring to? Yeah, so the... When when the government said we want to expose the data, there is also a motivation to do that. And is if we're going to make the data open, hopefully via you know open open standard services, that it would, this will create industry. You know the whole purpose is to provide a push to the economy, let's say, and to allow organizations to innovate and to create and to create uh, inno- innovative products for you know that help for for the cities and for the people that live in the cities. Trying to, in a nice way, to push the use of of this open data because a lot of governments, um, a lot of industry uh, parties, they don't know about this this data. And um, hopefully with this open data where a lot of problems can be solved. Thank you so much. Uh... I think in that context, uh, I'm very happy to share with you that uh, in India, the government has been very successful in creating something called uh, India Stack, which is uh, you know set of multiple applications. Say, for example, Aadhaar uh, for identity, UPI for uh, unified payments across multiple platforms, uh, and also direct benefit transfer. A platform. In addition to that, especially for data, I think there are two things which India has done, which could be very useful for many emerging economies. One is uh, basically the national data empowerment and protection framework, which is being put in place now, which allows uh, citizens to give their consent to use their data uh, using a consent management framework, which is agile, which means uh, as a citizen, uh, whenever I want a service, I can agree to share my data. And after I have taken the service, I can withdraw that. So we are moving from this concept of 
absolute cons uh, consent to use my data to the agile uh, consent mechanism that is one and second i think we are building a lots of uh, under india stack after doing it for aadhar and payments the government is now building vertical stacks for say for example the national digital health blueprint is already out and uh, the government is now building national agriculture and national uh, education platforms which would be used as share pub shared public goods which means that uh, you know all the irrespective of the federal structure all the state governments central governments city governments and the industry would be able to use it so i thought that is one thing i could share with you where you know india is doing uh, Uh, pretty well but uh, in terms of uh, sharing data among uh, cities i have uh, i have heard that most of the places uh, uh, this data sharing mechanism is being worked out only among multiple agencies within a city but uh, are there any policies or initiatives where there is a data sharing not within the city but between cities you know say for example one city sharing their data with the other city so that a citizen when he moves from one city to another gets a uniform uh, experience of public services we've been thinking about doing that but are there any uh, experiences or examples from us you would like to share so what i think about these is like a matrushka doll where we call special data infrastructures and sometimes we just think oh it's a country special data infrastructure but in my head is always there is a regional special data infrastructure that fits to another one that is more that is bigger that is encompassing a lot of small special data infrastructures and the way that this happens is via catalogs that contains the information so catalogs are sync or if i interrogate the catalog of the us they knows how to interrogate the catalogs of the different um maybe states and then the states know how to interrogate the catalogs of of all the different subregions in spain they do it pretty good so they have built like this matrushka ball set up doll set up i in um in the us you know as i said there is not this like central policy so we have these agencies that have their own policies the global city challenge the one of the big things they want to do is to share data across cities so there is a lot of there's a tons of good resources related to that but what i have seen is all based on this idea of the first thing that you need to have this is platform this platform needs to have a registry that it should be available also as a service that a client can go in and ask what do you have feeds for this do you have information about this id do you know about you know the weather whatever it is that you can interrogate the other city and and all that happen via registries that are talking in a very machine machine way thank you so much louis it seems there is a lot i think we can share between india and us and uh, i think there are lots of areas where we have been able to pioneer certain things and there are other areas where uh, especially in geospatial where uh, we can learn from the us thank you so much louis for sharing your you know inputs about what's going on in us it was a great pleasure talking to you Oh Vegas like likewise I I think India has made a lot of advancements and also the way it's moving forward into creating these hubs for certain domains 
that allow to better integrate data for a particular you know, challenge or, or problem. So that's great. Also, it was a pleasure to learn with you today a lot of what's going on. Thank you. Thank you, Vikas and Lewis. And it was great to hear from both of you about advantages of opening up the data for urban sector. Thanks for listening to this episode from the Data for Resilient Cities podcast series. If you like our podcast and want to know more about the series, check out our website, www.crdf.org, and follow us on social media. Please leave a review and like and share wherever you listen to the podcast. Look out for the next episode and join us next time. Mm -hmm.